Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. We're on? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're uh, Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, friends. How are you all? This is very smooth jazz version. I know. Welcome to the NPR. Our <laughs> show. How, how are you? Are like I'm expecting you guys to yell loud enough at your phones that I can hear you on the other end of this podcast. We can do it like Dora are. the Explorer. How's it going? That's great. Great. Awesome. <laughs> da, 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 Dora, da. I fuck it. Yep. Uh, my babysitter kids were way into Dora. I remember so many episodes of Dora the Explorer and Blue's Clues. Wow. And Bear and the Big house the big clearly you have very good memories of that well eventually i took control of the tv when they were old enough all we would watch is uh the fairly odd parents because Mm, i unapologetically love the fairly odd parents it's a good show Mm. so uh we're getting ready for some big kind of holidays around here yeah, we're actually thinking ahead this time. I'm like, it was kind of an accident, though. Like, we're not that organized. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're getting ready for Mardi Gras. Uh, shout out to my cousins, Josh and Amber. They live in New Orleans, and uh, they uh, kind of introduced me to Mardi Gras culture and some of the great things about Louisiana. Mm. Oh, so, uh, and I've then never up been here. There. You've never been to Louisiana? Well, okay, I take that back. I've been south of Louisiana. We did a, like rebuilding after Katrina trip with my church. <laughs> so no, you've never been to Louisiana. No, well, I, I've been to like the Did, part where you're driving down the road and you see like the ocean, the Gulf on like both I sides. Turned. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Probably. That's a good part. It is cool. I, uh, I love Louisiana. I don't think I could ever live there. I think Bobby Jindal's the devil, but uh, it, by and large, I enjoyed New Orleans the couple of times I've visited, and I recommend that everybody else go visit ASAP because mm-hmm. it's awesome. And the real reason why we're doing that is because it's cold as fuck up here in <laughs> so, Michigan. Although this winter is not as bad as many winters That's have been. True. It's actually, like, it's what? What is today? February 13th? Yeah. So it's sunny outside. Uh, there's no it's snow. like 40 degrees. I always put out my ironic flamingos in my yard. Uh-huh. Uh, the day of the first snow, I put up my three flamingos. And then uh, throughout winter, I take pictures of how much snow is covering the flamingos. <laughs> and right now, the flamingos are, you know, they're sunning themselves. There's no snow. It's lovely. I was walking around without shoes outside because I'm a hillbilly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really good. Um, this winter hasn't sucked ass. Uh, but I am ready for spring, and uh, yeah. Mardi Gras is kind of the opening salvo of spring. Yeah. So in the spirit of that. And this, oh, also, shout out to my new friend Jeremy Collins, who um, talked to me on the podcast group podcast we listen to. That's the title. He's from NOLA, and so mm. he even further inspired our research this week. Cool. Yeah. Well, hi. So do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um, did you want... <laughs> You want to Yours is gross. Let's do mine first. Okay, we'll end on a gross note. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is... Uh, okay, well, I'll just fucking jump into it. Is yeah. what I'll do. <laughs> Come on, Kate. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't have to work today. Can I we had... even say what this... I mean, we. I mean, there's the intro, but you're listening to this podcast is haunted. I don't think we even mentioned that. I'm Jen. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's Kate. God, we're like alternate humans today. Yeah, it's real weird. It's We're thrown off by the sun. 
Mm-hmm. We haven't seen it in years. We're wearing our sunglasses inside. Because we're super cool. I wear my sunglasses inside. inside. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take my sunglasses off because they're actually like distracting me. Mm. All right. What's up, freaks? We are here to talk about the Myrtles Plantation. It's supposed to be one of the most haunted houses in America. In and America? So, right? So, of course, got my attention right away. Yeah. I haven't been here yet. I've never heard of this, which is... Surprising. So I'm very excited to it hear is your story. Allegedly aggressively haunted. Like, well, that, that's so why I'm so surprised haunted. that I've never heard of it. You know what? I, um, yeah, let's go down. Because I am, in fact, an expert. That's right. Like, regional expert. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll add it to our road trip, Jen. Okay. You and I will load up and we will go to New Orleans someday. All right. New Orleans is amazing. I'm so excited. I know. Well, and you've never had anybody throw beads at your tits, and it's, it's just really affirming. <laughs> like, as yeah. a big woman, tits are kind of all I have. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm actually kind of all boob. Like, my whole life is just boob. And so New Orleans, with all of the, like, second floor partiers throwing beads at all the cleavage they see. Mm-hmm. I would not uh, get many beads. You know that. what? You would, though. That's the thing. And they wouldn't even be pity beads. All boobs are welcome in New oh, Orleans. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's so nice. Little boobs and big boobs. Between the two of us, like if we were to average our boobs, mm-hmm. we're like two, you know, still lot. curvaceous ladies. Yeah. So, so be not afraid, my friend. <laughs> you will also get hit by plastic wear. Cool. Oh, good. No, it's fun. It's I love life. New Orleans. Um, all right. So, Myrtles. Myrtle's Plantation. Uh, not named for, the last name is not Myrtle's. Myrtle, in this case, is like the plant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very close to St. Francisville. It's actually quite a bit north of uh, New Orleans. It's NOLA, N-O-L-A. Get it? Get it? NOLA? Uh-huh. Yeah. I did not Every time I hear that, though, I, I, I think it's like some protest against Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag NOLA. <laughs> You're a nerd. Um, anyway, well, so... it's not true, though. So <laughs> Right. You're just filling it in with your nerd shit. Yeah. That's all right. About this. So I have never been to New Orleans um, before Katrina. I've mm-hmm. only been after. So I was there um, June of 06 was the first time. So Katrina Ooh. would have been like That's almost. A... Yeah, it was fairly close, but like 10 months. I mean, 10 yeah. months difference. You would think that would be enough time to repair, but it was not. Mm-hmm. Um, even 10 months later. Well, I when I went to do Katrina related construction, it was, I want to say like, Oh nine or or something. Uh huh. No, it was I was still in high school, so it would have been like two thousand eight. Right. Okay. So like two years later. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. New Orleans is a different city now. Um. Let's see. We were there. It was my cousin Josh and Amber's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um. It was a beautiful wedding, and they got married at a really lovely church. The church was still all blue roofed, like tarped. Um, oh, because <laughs> like, the a good thing? portion of the roof was <laughs> gone. Um. And then uh, they had their reception at the Audubon Zoo, which is a wonderful, wonderful place. Mm-hmm. But there was a lady who was standing in the women's restroom mm-hmm. and she had buckets of water and she would have to use those oh. buckets of water to go in for you and flush your toilet. Like oh, it was my. just, yeah. I mean, it was that hurricane hit that city hard, yeah. which is a huge understatement. <laughs> um, but anyway, so if you've ever been to New Orleans, uh, so while we were there for my cousin, <laughs> I know I'm really off track today. Like, where, where is this going? I, shh, I'm telling you. <laughs> Just right. buckle in, buttercup. Okay. Uh, the people of New Orleans are absolutely lovely. So we were there with my grandfather who'd had two hip replacements, mm-hmm. and he was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is all brick. 
(laughs) and everything's uneven and post Katrina it was even worse than usual Mm -hmm. and so we couldn't this wheelchair needed to be like an off-road vehicle (laughs) right and it's just a normal wheelchair holding a large man and um people would just materialize like we would like his wheels would fall off or we'd be trying to get him up the steps because there's no fucking ramp yeah (laughs) it's probably the least um wheelchair friendly city i've ever seen uh but these people would just materialize and they would look like lil wayne you know Mm -hmm. full grills smelling like weed uh (laughs) and they would just smile at you and be like you guys need help and we'd be like yes and they would help my grandpa and just be super nice and they're like hey do you guys need me direct it was wonderful so i love it's like michiganders when when there's a blizzard everyone's just like we all know we just need to help each other (laughs) shovel out of our parking spot (laughs) i'm gonna plow you out Make me a cake later. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Myrtle's Plantation, built in 1796 mm-hmm. uh, by General Bradford. Uh, now, General Bradford was originally from Pennsylvania. He was a Revolutionary War general. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck is he moving to New Orleans? <laughs> it's because he got involved. Nice. It is nice. <laughs> but back then, it was also mostly swamp. Oh, yeah. The gators. Gators. I love gators. They have cute feet. Have you ever seen... Don't make that face at me. Have you ever seen a gator? Big pointy teeth. (laughs) Yeah, they're real cute. Okay. Continue. (laughs) Anyway, so he had been involved in the Whiskey Rebellion, which happened in 1791. Do you remember this one? Yes, I do. Uh, Do you remember this because of... Hamilton. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) Um, We're just slowly transitioning into the Broadway podcast, so... We should probably start a Broadway podcast as well. We should. Mm. Okay. All right. Next time. (laughs) I just kind of purred at you. That was weird. I made it weird. This time it was me making it weird. I like to posit that usually it's you making it weird. I don't know why all of this, what all people remember is you telling me to make that I made it weird. (laughs) Because it is you. Everybody else accepts my dick jokes, Jen. You're the only one still fighting upstream here. (laughs) So when your little struggles make a ripple, people remember. All right, all right. So shut up. We have to tell you about General Bradford. Okay. All the right. The Whiskey Rebellion. The Whiskey Rebellion. Imagine what's going to happen when they try to tax oh, your whiskey. whiskey. Mm, apologies to David Diggs. Sorry. Um, so that's the Whiskey Rebellion. It was a, a rebellion against um, high taxes. They were like, ah, you're just like King George III. Mm-hmm. And so he was one of the leaders. He ran the fuck away to New Orleans because there was a price on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he built this beautiful, beautiful house. Um, and, you know, it's a plantation. So... It, he was rebelling against high taxes, so he leaves and builds a huge-ass plantation. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just, you know, just so we're clear. <laughs> you know. Um, so he builds a plantation that looks all plantation-y. Yeah. Uh, it's a bed and breakfast today, because of course it is. Of course. Um, it's also, they do mystery tours. They I don't mean, tell them ghost tours. It's a mystery tour. <laughs> Won't you join us? Yes. I mean, from my research, like this sounds like... Basically, the half of New Orleans tourism industry. Yes. Uh, you ain't wrong. <laughs> like, it's this and, like, those giant hurricane glasses filled with booze. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, it's you know what the best thing about New Orleans is? Hmm. When you're 17 and you go to New Orleans, practically nobody cards anybody oh, ever. shit. It was... Okay, so you know this from experience. It was so good. You'd just be wanting, your aunt would see you like, where'd you get that? And you'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. This? What are you talking about? And I just, oh, it's hammered. It was wonderful. 
So, runs away, builds a plantation. Drink responsibly. Friends, do not. (laughs) You make poor choices with yourself. You're only young once. (laughs) Drink responsibly if you have responsibilities. Okay. All right, so it passed into a couple different families' um, hands, including the Brett. So it started with the Bradfords, mm-hmm. the Sterlings okay. took it up next. Um, Sterling Cobb, the wife, was eventually in charge of it. Her maiden name was Cobb, and then the Winters. According to legend, there are at least twelve different ghosts who Oof. reside in this house. That's I know, right? almost as much as Hampton Court or it's, the White House. <laughs> it's fucking, it's a busy place. In fact, one psychic came and said it was like being at a crowded, jolly cocktail party of all of these different spirits. Mm. I don't believe her. <laughs> it's, um... I what, what part? That it was happy? That or it was that? happy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I believe there's lots of dead people there. Sure, why not? Uh, but... When you're like, oh, yeah, and everybody was real happy to be there, just having a jolly old time. Fuck you. That is a <laughs> lot of slaves. You're a liar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm i not on board. Um, so yeah, tell me about who's all there. Let me let me give you the rundown. Um, so we have, oh, these are not, this is, these are the different manifestations, Ooh. which is a great word. That's a fun. Uh, one thing that has been seen regularly and that has been well photographed, actually, we'll put up a lot of these pictures later. Uh there's a mirror uh-huh. that is supposed to contain the spirits of dead souls. And okay. even though the mirror is cleaned daily, mm-hmm. when you take photos of it, you, you can see like handprints and wipey prints on the... Okay. Mm, are they just not cleaning it well? Well, great question. happen. Never been there. But I would imagine that as it's a bed and breakfast, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty good about cleaning. Like I've never met... You know, do you remember Whose that job is it to clean the ghost mirror? That's what I <laughs> want to know. a solid question. Oh, God. Do you remember the some episode of Parks and Rec where they go outside and they're like camping to get ideas yes. and then they end up at that bed and breakfast with Elsa? Yes. Clack. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I've stayed at a couple of bees in my day and uh, that woman is based on fact. Oh, yeah. Bed and breakfast owners are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. They're insane. I mean, who else? You would have to be insane to want people in your house all the goddamn time. Yeah. I don't even want my husband in the house all the goddamn time. Time. Yeah. And so uh, I would imagine they're pretty fucking persnickety about the gilded Cleaning mirrors being mirrors, clean. Especially if that's your whole reputation is staked on it being haunted. Right, right. Um, so the hands on the mirror. Uh, they also have little two little blonde girls. They're specters and they often look at people through windows. Oh, no. I know. Fuck that shit. That's no. creepy enough. We boarded up all the windows <laughs> in this room. We did. Specifically because I was scared of them. <laughs> there's, there's only one window in this room, but it's true. We made my husband put curtains on it so that me and Jen didn't yeah. get scared in the night. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. they And they also, these two little girls also play on the veranda. Of course, outside every window the is veranda. a veranda. The veranda. I feel like maybe we should do this entire episode of Southern Bells. Uh, I would offend everyone. <laughs> Let me hear your Southern accent. No. <laughs> no. The trouble with me is once I start doing it, it's stop. really hard to stop. It makes my husband oh, fucking that's... insane. Yeah. Like, I'll do readings of, like, To Kill a Mockingbird. And I'm like, my name is Scout. And he's my like, man. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, and if you keep this up, we're it would just turn into like worse than Frank Underwood. <laughs> That's, yeah, I do. I, I bet you I do actually kind of. Do I sound like Frank? A Underwood? little bit. All of my dreams. Okay. <laughs> so two little blonde girls are looking through the windows. Fuck that shit. There is a little. They think it's a boy because he's mischievous, but nobody's actually seen him. But a specter. Because only boys are mischievous. 
Right. I'm Gendered. Well, we have to... Okay, so I'm really glad you brought that point Hashtag up. feminism. <laughs> I'm super glad you brought that point up because uh, there's a lot of gendered, rapey bullshit going what? on. Yeah, just to fucking wait. Okay. Just to fucking goddamn wait. Right. It's... And and the way people write about this house is also pretty fucked up. Mm. Like at one point in time, they talk they they talk about um, house servants. Oh the yes oh. the servants. Fuck off! It is eighteen twenty three. These are fucking slaves. Yeah. Don't be like oh yes, and they were the servants. They don't go home at night. Okay, you're not paying them. All right, we we know who plants your fucking corn. Um. So yeah. So a little boy jumps on the bed. Probably a little boy, whatever. Jumps some spirit bed. jumps While on the bed. No, uh, on okay. freshly made beds. Oh, so oh, if you oh. make a fresh bed, and you see a little dent, then all of a sudden, little, and then that that's upsetting. Goes away. Okay. And then another spirit comes around behind him and straightens the bed again. Fuck so, off! Like some sort of maid is Holy following him. Holy shit! <laughs> I know. Well, I kind of like that. That's nice. Like that. Nice. I mean, yeah, that's very considerate <laughs> of them. But <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine seeing that happen? Yes, I would then leave. <laughs> Slash, I really want to go to this place. I I just want so badly to see it, but also not. That's yeah. the running theme of my life. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I could watch um, autopsies, like, live, mm-hmm. you know, actually watching them at all. But I know that really I couldn't. I can yeah. watch surgery videos because I know, like, it tells you ahead of time, mm-hmm. like, happy ending. Well, if none of my current plans work out, I'm, I want to be a crime scene photographer. You'd but be brilliant. I also don't think I could handle it. I think you could. <laughs> I think I might. I'm going to give it a shot, maybe. Give it a shot. All right. Good. Cool. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the smell is the hardest thing to get past. Ooh, yeah. You know? But yeah. then, I don't know, you're doing good in the world. All right. All right. Thanks so. for the pep talk. <laughs> pep talks with Kate. <laughs> what yes. should I do with my life? You know what? I There's a YouTube video called Yell You Better. And it's just like she dresses like a little girl and she just yells at people about the shitty life choices they're making. I love that. I know. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, listen, here's what you should be fucking doing with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'll yell you better, Jen. Thank you. Uh, so the maid follows around straightening the beds. A Confederate soldier traps uh-huh. the pro- front porch. Three union. Wait, just hangs out there? Uh, he stomps across. Stomps it. it. Yeah. Ooh. Like stomp the yard. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> not but at very all. Very much actually. not. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The white version. <laughs> Oh my god, that is Which the whitest is, white version. Yeah, just, just a Confederate soldier walking, making sure that you still have to be a slave. Oh god. Yeah, this is so white. Um, so three Union soldiers mm-hmm. apparently tried to rob the house and were murdered. They were shot dead in the parlor. This one I enjoy. Okay. Uh, not only were the stains of their blood refused to be lifted off the wood, but also while trying to mop, uh-huh. even today, uh-huh. they can't mop over a certain area. It's like hitting a human body oh, that's invisible. Oh, I know, right? Oh, um, my God. I know. It's so good. Oh, uh, there's I want a to vo- go to there. The chants of a voodoo priestess come from the former slave quarters. Uh, allegedly, the chants are her trying to save a little girl dying. Oh, my God. A ballet dancer dances in the ballroom in a black tutu. Oh. I know, right? And then this is... This is some American horror story shit. I know. It's wonderful. Slaves from the slave graveyard come and report in the kitchen for duty. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. (laughs) Like, if you die... Actually, I I just watched um, a really great lecture on 
uh, suicide is a form of resistance during yes. the transatlantic slave thing, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> if a yeah. slave dies, they are not going to show up for duty the following day. I know. That's such a... That's and I'll get into that, too, with White mine, people came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, I think, um, like, ghosts in the south that you're just like well i mean they're just having a good like there's a lot of whitewashing of yes oh my god thank you for bringing that southern history um in fact and this this house this Mm -hmm. uh myrtle's house is supposed to be built on an indian graveyard ah because of course it was because but here's this is my favorite detail out of this land is ours (laughs) the indian girl a native american woman is what it should say yes a native american woman who haunts the gazebo which is allegedly where she was buried, is the land underneath the gazebo. The note is that she's naked uh-huh. and well endowed. Fuck. Isn't that some fucked up rape culture? Yes, it is. Fuck whoever came up with that particular lie. Because, <sighs> like, come on. Maybe she is, though. I mean, I'm sure there were some big titty Native Americans, too. Yeah. But, like, she's not hanging around your dumbass gazebo. Yeah. Like, she has better shit to do. Go see her ancestors. Um, but if, um, Maybe it's like a Beyonce situation where she's like, behold, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> the Grammys were last night, guys. Can you tell? <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Beyonce's amazing. Um, William Winter, uh, who was one of the household owners, he was murdered uh, on his front porch and he stumbled his way up to the 17th step where he met his wife and died in her arms. That's a big ass porch. Yeah. it's. A, I mean, it's a wraparound porch. Got it. Like, remember, I said it looks real plantation-y. Right. Okay. But 17 steps. That's a lot. Well, no, no, no. He went into the house. Oh. You with me? I was like, Jesus, that's a big (laughs) stair. It's not like this house is like an Aztec temple with like 10 million tiny steps. It sounds like it. (laughs) No. Let me clarify, Jen. Okay. He made it inside. He got shot on the porch, walked up inside into his house. Okay. Um, And then, of course, the most famous story is that of Chloe, the green slave. I'm sorry, the green turban wearing slave. Okay. Um... Chloe? Yeah. <laughs> Not a real big slave name. I, like, if they were like... Sounds like... Mary, I'd maybe believe them. Basic white girl. <laughs> right? Hey, Chloe, uh, why don't you take off your green turban? We're gonna go get some Uggs. Oh my god. <laughs> maybe it's because I'm drinking Starbucks. <laughs> you're And you're wearing a sweater, and what are your boots? I'm sorry. Are you judging me? <laughs> Aren't I always judging yes, you? Like, isn't our whole friendship me, in turn, feeding you, and then judging you? <laughs> I put up with it because you feed me. <laughs> the food's good. It is good. Like I try real hard. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's let's talk. There's, yes, there's some real shit to unwrap here. Oh yeah. Um, so when people write about this, the story that they focus on most is that of Chloe. Chloe has she's how do I say this? It's a great story. Okay. For being fucked up. <laughs> Okay. And like, you know, in that way that we're kind of okay with fucked up great stories. Well, just wait till we get to mine. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Indeed. Um, so uh, she also is well known because there's some actual evidence to her. She's oh, the ghost that people see the most. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's shown up in photographs. Ooh. I know. They're just taking a picture of the house and then boom, there's a body and she's wearing a thing on her head. So it's, but it's. It's blurry. We'll show you guys later what okay. it looks like. Just say my face is very exciting. I know. Right I can... <laughs> Calm down, Jennifer. Um, is there any historical record of her? Or are they just... Ooh. Way to steal the... Sorry. Theme. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Edit that out. I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, so at this point in time, the house belongs to the Woodruff family. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to legend... And 
I've read a couple different versions of this tale. Only one person ever calls her a slave, and that person lives in Pennsylvania. And I think that says a lot. Yeah. The other Southern people they <laughs> who call write her about servant. this. They call her a servant. They call her a housemaid. I'm sorry. She's a fucking slave. And yes. that matters here, because listen to what happens to this woman. Okay. Uh, allegedly. According to legend. I just saw one of your notes. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> right? It's just, uh, I just made some edits here. Yeah. So I'll, I'll read you verbatim what this says. Okay. Um, According, and I'm not trying to, the nice person who wrote this blog, I'm sorry. Fuck off. Use the correct terms. <laughs> I, well, I think this person didn't mean to be. Racist. As, yeah. As just like upsettingly <laughs> fucked up as he or she is. But just, just listen. Okay. According to the legend, Mr. Woodruff had a promiscuous streak and began mm-hmm. an affair uh-huh. with a house servant, uh-huh. a girl named Chloe. Sure. Chloe knew that if she didn't give in to Mr. Woodruff's demands, she would end up working back in the fields. So she surrendered, and the affair began behind his wife Sarah's back. So every time you see the word affair, change it in your head to sexually harassed and raped. (laughs) And every time they say servant, go with the word slave. Yeah. So not only was this woman treated as property, she was property that was raped. And she was raped under threats of being put into actually worse situations. Oh my god. So, first off, Go watch 12 Years a Slave. Right. Everybody gets some fucking perspective. Anyway, so (laughs) um, he eventually grows tired of the girl. And (laughs) she's worried that um, at any moment his wife will find out. So Uh she starts listening at the keyholes of two family and business uh, information. Uh Uh-huh. In order to get some dirt back on them Ooh. as a way to keep herself in the house. Oh, Chloe. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so she uh, she's doing this. She's discovered. And so the ear that was pressed against the keyhole, they punish her by chopping it off. Oh. From there on, she wears a green turban to cover up the hideous scar. Got it. So here's where things get a little fuzzy. Uh-huh. Uh, the A birthday has come up. Uh-huh. And uh, Chloe has either been slowly poisoning members of the family in order to uh, win back the affection of of this Woodruff, <laughs> or uh, she was trying to make up for this uh, this drama between them, you know, mm-hmm. harassing her, raping her, chopping off her ear, mutilating her. Um, and so she says, oh, I'll make, I'll make a birthday cake. I'll make a birthday cake for the birthday girl, and we'll all celebrate, and everything will be fine. This, this sounds ominous. <laughs> so allegedly there's no way this could go wrong right (laughs) there's yeah you should totally trust people who you're dicks to with your foods Mm. this is why you shouldn't cuss out waiters either yeah so uh she makes the birthday cake and she includes uh the petals uh of oleander flowers which are poisonous (sighs) and everybody in the family ate some except for mr woodruff Mm. and then everybody in the family fucking died i know um so uh, everybody else, all the other slaves, uh-huh. knew that it was Chloe who did this. And so they were afraid that it would come back on them, mm. that they would all be blamed for what Chloe did. So they drug her outside. Oh, I was her. like so, I was like, oh, and they all rallied around her and protected her. <laughs> no. It's Damn like, it. <laughs> in alternate history, yeah. <laughs> no, my notes here, when they talk about poisoning her, I write, good for her. Yeah. Um, and then it says, Mr. Woodruff was spared. I'm like, boo, fuck that guy. Yeah, that's the note that I saw. <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> um, frightened that they would be blamed for the deaths, the other slaves, dra- slaves dragged her into the courtyard and hung her, sorry, hanged her, hanged her from the huge front tree. Her body was then weighted down with rocks and tossed into a nearby river. <sighs> I know. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, at least a few years later, Mr. Woodruff, who did survive, mm-hmm. uh, was murdered himself. By who? Indeed, by no one, because no, he wasn't. Oh, what? <laughs> so all of these stories, this good story, uh-huh. fucking bullshit. Oh! First off, slaves are not named Chloe. Nobody yeah, fucking okay. used that name. That's not okay. A thing. That's the first clue. There's, so somebody got, um, somebody went into the historical records of this house. There's no slave Named, named Chloe. Chloe. There's not even no a No record of the whole family being murdered? No. That would fact, make some fucking headlines. The daughter, whose birthday uh-huh. it was, lives to a ripe old age and takes care of her dad in his what? old age. What? Yeah. yeah. What? The dad may not have even cheated on the mom. Oh Apparently, he was really devoted to her. And when she dies of yellow fever in 1831, uh-huh. not of being poisoned by birthday cake. Jesus. Although, what a way to go. Okay. Um... <laughs> This is a message for all the ghost tour docents of the world. Uh huh. Don't make shit up. Please. It's not fun for us. It's not I, enjoyable. It just confuses people, and then we have to come along and clean up your shit. Well, okay? I mean, whoever did the research did. I'm just, I'm just talking over well, here. Well, but we're but spreading right. the word. <laughs> That's, you're full of shit. You're and not fucking know helping anything. Okay, stick to the goddamn truth. It's creepy enough. You don't have to embellish it. Although that is a that is a great story. That is a great but story. But publish it in a book, in fiction. Don't <laughs> spread it as news. You're like, ah, ah, I hate this. The, the museum workers in us are like, not okay. Like, not okay. Listen, there are archives. Archives exist for a reason. Cross-reference your shit. Make sure... Anyway, fake news. Fucking fake news. Anyway, so that's what this is. Um, never let... I, on the other hand... On yeah. the other hand, Herodotus did say, <laughs> basically. Really? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah. I do love a good ghost story, even when it's full of shit. Oh, God. Um, I just wish that it was less like, rapey. Just like you can have a good like like the ghost coming out of the slave graveyard to report hmm. for work. That's still fucked up, but it's not rapey. Do you have to be rapey? Although I feel like, yeah. I mean, have you read Game of Thrones? <laughs> True. <laughs> Valid. Yeah. Um, oh, this was another note about things being fucked up. This is from a different source, and it says, this is describing the house. It's, I'm sorry. It's just fucking ridiculous. Okay, go on. The mansion sits peacefully atop very old Indian graves in the midst of a grove of moss, draped oaks, and pink blossom crepe myrtle trees. Ooh. So, you know, this beautiful, serene setting, casually destructive Native American grave. Yeah. Grave- it's just it's fucked up i mean if anything we're gonna be true now there is one actual confirmed murder in this house (gasps) really yes (laughs) thank god do you remember the 17th step yes accurate yay he was murdered uh as by an unknown assailant somebody approached from the back of the house uh and shouted at him hey i have business with you so he went out there boom blasted in the chest died there william winter was his name and it is possible that his footsteps are still heard in the house now to Chloe. Yeah, what was the I was main... just going to circle back to her. <laughs> what was the main detail about Chloe? She wore green a what? turban. A green turban. Did the other guy wear a green turban? No. Okay. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. <laughs> it would be a little too much, though. Okay. Um, one of the earliest owners mm-hmm. of the house, when they were turning it into a B&B, uh, said that the house, she regularly saw 
an old white woman mm-hmm. in a green mm-hmm. bonnet. Oh. They don't know who it is. Uh, other people uh, had been reporting that until the word got out about this Chloe story that was totally fabricated. And so now people are like, oh, yeah, I see this flash of green. It looks like a hat. Oh, it must be Chloe in her green turban. When in fact, Okay, I need to see these pictures. Yes, I will make sure that we post some later. Um, So, yeah, it's got some great stuff. Um, I still want to go there. Yeah. Because some of this stuff. I'm suddenly, like, less afraid of it. Yeah. I wonder if all those other ghosts are real, though. Well, I would like to think so. I mean, you can die a nonviolent death and and still still be a ghost. And considering, you know, violence and the energy of violence is what draws possibly ghosts and the very violence inherent to the slavery system, that makes sense. Like the violence inherent in the system. (laughs) Observe the violence inherent in the system. Help, help, I'm being oppressed. You're such a we are I can't even say we it or you it's it's us. Yeah. We're fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> we need help. Um so yeah, the uh the detail about winter is true. The rest of it is probably fake. We do have pictures of this one really great snatch of ghost photography. Mm. And this mirror with the handprints is pretty interesting too. Yeah. Um now about that mirror. <laughs> Okay, you're gonna tell me that's fake too. I might. Yeah. No. I know. Do, should I shut up? I'll, no, no. Okay. I want to know the truth. But um, why? so this <laughs> um, mirrors. Yes. Are dirty? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> um, they're silver-backed glass uh-huh. against a backing of wood. Yeah. Oh. Oh. There we go. Penny dropped. <laughs> Uh, so wood has grain, grain that looks and wavy. it looks like wavy, streaky, possibly sometimes fingerprints. So maybe what we're looking at in this old mirror is with a flash grain. photography is wood grain showing through the mercury and silver. Fascinating. So possibly that's what it is. Okay. But isn't that cool? Yeah. I still want to go there. Yeah. Um, in fact, I encourage others to go there too, because if... Let if us know. Right. If there's more to it, like if you experienced anything there... I'm more likely to believe you than I yeah. am to believe this stuff I found online because it just done that up. See, that's that's the thing with me is like I usually am pretty skeptical, but when it's like someone that I know and they're like, "This shit happened to mm-hmm. me," and I can't explain it, I'm like, "All right, all right, the real, this is a real thing." Yeah. <laughs> so you. mine is brief um, this week. New Orleans, uh, and not even really it's St. Francisville, not New Orleans, but Close the enough. South. Man, it's got some great stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So would you like to tell your story now? Okay. Well, I will preface this by saying it's probably exactly what you think it is because it's one of the most famous uh, New Orleans horror stories. Um, And I I was reminded of this story because uh, of my unfortunate new hobby of watching The Bachelor. So unemployed. <laughs> I will say that it wasn't my idea, okay? My roommates were watching it, and I was sucked in. But, yeah, it's um, like that one time I did heroin. It wasn't my idea. You're right. Yeah, it's about the same. <laughs> Just kidding. I've never done heroin. Don't do anything with needles. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so, so there's this episode of The Bachelor where they're traveling. I can't believe we're discussing The Fucking Bachelor. They, there's a point to this. Jen, I promise we're better you. than this. I promise you there's a I'm point. I'm listening. I'm listening. Go uh, ahead. They travel to New Orleans uh, because it's very romantic. Um, and one of their group Pe- dates is that they go to a haunted house. And I was like, fun. Oh, 
Oh, this is right on brand for me. I like. Uh, and my first thought was, oh, I wonder if it's the Lurie Mansion. Because that's like right, the like most you, famous. It's so aggressively haunted. Yeah. And then it wasn't because... Uh, and I and I understood their choice because the Little Larry Mansion is a fucking bummer. Okay, it's not very romantic at all. <laughs> hey, let's go look at where people mutilated other people for yes, fun. For fun. <laughs> yeah, the, the place they did go to, I don't remember. I don't remember the name of it, but it's like it's like the haunted mansion, basically. Like oh, it was cute. like you know the first scene in the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, doing this tour and then, oh, haha, this candlestick like falls over. It turns out it was a trick candlestick. Mm-hmm. That's like what this whole house is. Cute. Like, it's really like this tour guide's leading them through and there's like a sheet thrown over some bus and he's like, don't touch it. Don't, don't look under the sheet. Don't do it. And then, like, he goes on into, like, this, oh, this is the bedroom of the little girl who is said to be haunting this house. And here's her doll. But don't touch the, the doll. Don't do it. And, of course, they all do because they're, like, because the producers are begging right. them on, basically. Right, of course. And then, oh, here's a portrait of the girl, and sometimes it's said that her eyes move, and oh, here's a Ouija board, how I want you guys try it out, and so they do, and then all of a sudden, like, lightning strikes, and the lights all go off, and her eyes move, and you're like, this is the fakest shit That would ever. be, that's exactly the kind of camp I love, though. Yeah, I mean, I it's charming. I, mean, it's, I would totally, although. It's good for a good <laughs> date, I guess. If Dan had, and I had gone on a date to a haunted house early in our relationship, no way in hell would he have married me. Like <laughs> I would have been the most high strung, like ready. Yeah. Like when they when people pout, like you know they bop out at you, like ah. Oh yeah. I punch. I don't. I don't. That's like why that. I don't go to haunted Luckily, houses. Luckily, there was no people um, jumping out. It was yeah. just like prop. Okay. Prop. Foolery. Prop work. I can work with. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, tell me so, more. <laughs> so that was not the house I was thinking it would be, um, but. That prompted me to look more into the one I thought, yeah, I the Lularee house. Um, so a, a lot of people know a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. I looked into it more, and it just gets weird. Like, it gets real weird. I love weird. Go on. Um, so Madame Marie Delphine Lularee, that's a, that's a badass name. That's, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. She the was... more complex your name is, the cooler you are. Like Madame Marie Magdalene Marcotte Lafonbois. Oh, God. She's, yeah. She was a Native American and the very first woman in the Michigan Hall of Fame. She's from Ottawa County. And uh, she was a fucking fur trading badass. Neat. John Jacob Astor couldn't put her out of work. She was so fucking good. Neat. I know. Fun yeah. fact. Okay, so um, she mostly goes by Delphine, but she was born... This is another um, case of we don't know when the fuck she was born. It was either 1775, 1780, or 1787. So that's a 10-year span. That's fine, everybody. It's fine. Don't you wish you had, like, if I had a time machine, I would go back in the past and just, like, yeah, just, like, Like, hey, (laughs) you just had a baby. What year is it? Write that down. (laughs) Real real, real quick. This won't take long. Yeah. Maybe maybe mail it in. Fill out your baby book, maybe. all right. Anyway, Music so in trouble. yeah, it doesn't really matter. She was, um, but she was born to a somewhat wealthy family, and she was a New Orleans Creole socialite. Wait, wait, she was Creole. She was, yeah. Oh, isn't Creole like? She was half French, half 
African, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that no? The way that that works? that's mulatto, I think. Oh, I'm thinking of. Okay, never mind. Let's not say that word She's, anymore. That's yeah. not a word we say. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, oh, but yeah. that's a historical term. I'm not trying to be like right, weird. Right, I'm right. sorry. Yeah, I apologize. Okay. Yep. Um. Anyway, so she, yeah, she was like half French. Half. I believe that's what that means. Half American. Cool. She was white. The white lady, obviously, just, since yeah. she owned slaves. Obviously. But she was, you know, in, like, kind of the higher social class of New Orleans. Rich bitch. Rich rich bad bitch. Bad bitch about town is what she was known for. <laughs> because she was married um, three times. Oh. Had a bunch of kids. I don't... Her did all of her two, husbands die? They did. Hashtag suspicious. I Women are the ones who are not, supposed to die. I did not look into the causes. Uh, but she had a bunch of kids from her first two marriages. Um, her third husband, Louis, or Louis, I don't know, it's it's kind of That's French, the, so you never know. I would say Louis. Yeah. Louis Nicolas Lullerie. Lullerie? Lullerie? I don't know. Lullerie. Um, allegedly a much younger man. <gasps> cougar. Murderous girl. cougar. I know, right? But I we don't also don't have a anything. solid birth date for him, so it's like, I don't, Fucking write it I don't down. know how much younger he is. But also, I had to laugh because Delphine Lullery obviously has her own Wikipedia page because... Because she's so fucking aggressively evil. Her husband does not. (laughs) Suck it. So we know who were the pants in that family. Um, Yeah, they got married and they they had a new three-story mansion built in the middle of the French Quarter. Ooh. Um, 1140 Royal Street, if you must know. Googling. Uh, And it was in her name, too, which is... Kind of badass. Yeah, that is awesome. Like she was, she was the property owner. Um, so she lived there with her husband and two of their daughters, and there was an attached slave quarters because, of course, this is yep. this is the South. So what she's most known for is her very questionable treatment of slaves. Questionable. Questionable. Is the word? Well, because. As well, I'll get into, nobody knows exactly what was happening. Every The most people can agree with is she was accused of poor treatment of her slaves. But that doesn't... The thing is, this is the South, so you have to wonder, like, what that means. <laughs> like, there's average treatment of slaves, and then there's poor treatment of slaves. So, like, how much worse does... That's, they're already slaves. Yeah, like you're already, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. So even if the historical record can't agree on what exactly she did, right? they can't agree that she was bad. So she did something. <laughs> wow. Just, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, she was, I mean, reportedly she was very cordial to her slaves in public because that's, Right, because that's what you did. That's what you do. But um, there were numerous reports of poor treatment, slaves dying, um, her publicly beating. I believe she, like there was a lawyer sent to investigate the conditions, um, which I guess, like this is going to sound very crass, but I, um, I guess at that time, to compare it to modern times, it's like animal cruelty, right. I guess is how they were thinking about it. Which is terrible. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is good. <laughs> let's let's just we'll progress from here on out. 
Under assuming the assumption that you and I are not racist or pro-slavery. <laughs> slavery is bad. <laughs> um, and that we are against it heartily. Yes. Yes. So uh, the lawyer was dispatched to investigate, found nothing. Because he didn't go into the attic. Because, I mean, yeah, because like uh, either he didn't see the bad stuff or didn't see enough of it or or he got paid off yeah like we don't know yeah or he's friends with them we don't know yeah um but publicly she continued to have a you know a somewhat okay enough reputation she like emancipated two of her slaves did she yeah yeah and there's legal records to support that I think so. Oh, who's to say? We can't even write that. I have a name and fucking... I have names and dates, so maybe, maybe, maybe there's records for that. Um, yeah. So we don't. Everything's hearsay, basically. Right. right. It's Everything so hard about to fucking this is hearsay. Say. Um, there's, but there's two, uh, like two stories of like specific cases that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. The first one is uh, a 12-year-old slave girl named Leah who was allegedly brushing Delphine's hair while she hit when she hit a snag or not. And Delphine got really pissed and started chasing the poor girl with a whip. And the poor girl was so like frightened of what would happen to her if she was caught that she ran to the roof and threw herself down into the courtyard to her death. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And allegedly that was witnessed by one of their neighbors, which may have resulted in the lawyer paying a visit. I'm not sure of the timing of that. Um, oh, no, wait, okay. Uh, it allegedly led to an investigation resulting in the lawyers being forced, being found guilty of illegal cruelty and were forced to forfeit nine of their slaves. <laughs> Which, out, of, out of how many? Like, uh, yeah. Is that all of them? I, I, no. <laughs> it's like such... Well, you're being a real dick to half, to like this, half your slaves, so we're going to yeah. take half away. This girl's life is worth nine slaves. Wow. Yeah. And where the... Yeah. Okay. But also, um, these nine slaves were, fr- were, were freed and then later sold by the city and purchased back by one of like family members of the Lulleries and eventually made it their way back to where they started. Awesome. History sucks sometimes. <laughs> like this is, I told you this is going to be a real bummer. That's all right. All <laughs> this right. Is why you don't take a date here. Um, yeah. Good idea. Bachelor. Yeah. So, and then on the fateful day of April 10th, 1834, a fire breaks out in the mansion, mm-hmm. starting in the kitchen. When the fire marshals arrive, they find a 70-year-old woman, who is the cook, who had been chained to the stove by her ankle. She confessed to them that she had started the fire in a suicide attempt for fear of her punishment being taken to the uppermost room because she said that anyone who was taken there never came back. Jesus. I have a few questions. Go on. The fire started in the kitchen. Uh-huh. How did that woman survive if she was chained to the stove? I don't know. People I mean, survived 9 11. I don't know. <laughs> but you would think at least the smoke would. Smoke rises. Maybe she was down by the ground. Maybe she was. Maybe she passed out. That's actually one of the easiest ways to survive a fire okay. is through smoke. I mean, I'm not saying out. that there's no way she could have survived, I but mean, it's not easy. That's pretty miraculous. I sound like a fucking asshole. If you've ever had a house fire, I'm sorry. But yeah, it is miraculous. Yeah. Um, houses, uh, kitchens at that point in time were tended to be detached. Um, 
But it started in the... Well, and it's also like a more urban. Right. Like this yeah, is I don't know if the... Home. I don't know if the... It might have been attached. Attached, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I Well, she's very fortunate that she did, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah. she's not fortunate at all that well, she did. Well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened to her. Um, let's just say that she had a lovely rest of her life. Right. She most certainly did not. This she, is the 1830s. Right. <laughs> you know, really, the 1830s weren't good for anybody. Yeah. Like, no matter who you are, you're still shitting in a bowl. But especially not great. Right. Exponentially not wor- not great for others. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, the fire brought attention to the house. It basically destroyed the house, which is Jesus. why I'm wondering how she survived. Um, but the it, the fire marshals were called, and allegedly, um, as they put out the fire, they found um, a locked door. Go that, on. That the Lullaries would not give them access to. So they broke down the door, and they find, like, a whole room full of tortured and mutilated slaves. In what way? I okay. This is this is like we're very like just whipped. Are we just very talking strongly whipped? in the hearsay realm right now? Yeah. Like, okay. Um, I did not write down all the details because they're horrible. You weak <laughs> stomach. It gets gross. Yes. Go it on. It gets gross. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, I'm a fucking monster. Yeah. I know that there was one story about a caterpillar man who like had his arms chopped off and he was segmented and bound yep. by iron. Yep. Yep. I know that one. That's that's why. Yeah. They, what I did write down was, um, upon being refused keys by the Lillaries, bystanders broke down the door to the slave quarters and found seven slaves, more or less horribly mutilated, Jesus. suspended by the neck with their limbs apparently stretched and torn from one extremity to the other. Um, some of them had claimed to have been imprisoned there for some months. Oh my God. That's, that's, that's hell. It's really, yeah. If you really want to know more, like you can find it. I don't like, it was really gross. So I didn't want to write down all of it. And also a lot of it is, we don't know. It's possible that this isn't true. Yes. Go on. Um, so I didn't want to like get into like, really gory details and be like, I don't know. It just seemed exploitative. I don't know. I didn't, whatever. I felt weird about it. So I didn't write down all the gory details. Sure. <laughs> uh, guys, do your own fucking Googling here. Sorry. This is really Georgia of me. She's like, this is gross. I don't want to talk about it. And we're like, what? what the fuck? This is what I came here for. I am a little disappointed, but I'll, I'll live. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's fine. when the people found out what was going on, a mob of local citizens attacked the Lollary residents and demolished and destroyed everything upon which they could lay their hands. Uh, then, you know, officers were called in and by the but by the time the mob left, the Royal Street property has sustained major damage with scarcely anything remaining but the walls. Hmm. The tortured slaves were taken to a local jail where they were available for public viewing. Because everything sucks. <laughs> like, this is... Are you serious? This is the 1800s. They're like, oh my god, this horrible thing happened. Come look! Come look! Wow. I mean, we've discussed this before. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the guy being put on... Uh, Elmer McCurdy, sorry. Yeah. And, uh, being put on display and trying to be charged well, in Well, and people to used him. to trample through crime scenes all the time, but the difference is... People still trample through crime um, scenes. Well, yeah, but the difference... Like, usually in those cases, everyone was already dead. Right. Like, these are live human beings wow 
and they're just being put on display like they're wow wow animals wow. at the zoo but this is the 1830s i don't even i there was a video this week of um sun bears in some mm-hmm. horrible zoo on the other side of the world oh, who've been starved and yeah. they're like begging crowds begging for, for the food, food. Yeah. and like that fucked me up enough that i had to like scroll away <laughs> really quick yep. so like i can't i can't i can't imagine I mean, the kind of person who would go look at this shit yeah i mean i could i could make some allusion to a Videos of police brutality yeah. that get broadcast absolutely all, all over the, the place. I cannot watch the video of Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. Cannot watch it, and yeah. and it's it's horrific, and people seek it out. Yeah, um, yeah, it's. <sighs> On the other hand, I'm also not guiltless. For example, I watched uh, the O.J. Simpson thing last night. Yeah, and I got to the point about. Uh, Marsha Clark's nudes being put out there. Instantly Googled it. I was like, I gotta oh see what this bitch God. looks like naked. Um, she looks really nice. I hope she seems like a nice person. All right. So, um, so yeah, I'm almost sorry, but I'm also not. So like everybody has a thing. Is what I I'm think saying. with with this topic and also with true crime, there's a tendency to get like in a little too deep mm-hmm. and and start looking at things that you're like, what do I feel? I feel a little dirty for watching this yeah. or looking at this. Uh, I once Googled the Black Dahlia pictures. Oh, yeah, I didn't, have. Yeah, didn't need, should not have done that. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that changed me as a person. Yeah. It just gets really like... At some point in time, you should just take their word for it and yeah. not Google. But sometimes you get too comfortable. Usually my limit... Usually I'm like really... Like... I. I right, look yeah, at you, I look you, at this shit. You like, Google crime scene photos, don't yeah. you? Like, um, I don't know why. <laughs> I love that people think I'm the one who's fucked up, but it's you. <laughs> I just hide it well. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I am. I am weird, but for some reason this got to me, and I was like, I I feel dirty. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, so, well, maybe because they're alive still. Right. Uh, to be mutilated and tortured and then put on display. Yeah. Like, and you know they weren't like set free afterwards. They were probably sold the, to the next highest bidder. The best like, thing that could have happened to them is for them to have died. <sighs> and like it's just it's horrifying. Ugh, I fucking hate this world. You know yeah. that this world is some other world's hell. <laughs> yeah. Like we're in hell. Like that's fine. <laughs> that's I mean, too dark. Sorry. Too metaphysical. If you believe in the Lord of Light, this world is hell. Sorry, I'm watching Game of Thrones a lot. Right now. You are so unemployed. <laughs> I am. Someone please hire me. I need a job so bad. But I have so much time for research. Can you imagine the kind of stripper you'd be? No. I think you'd be really on. good. Like if you did like the nerd fetish thing. I would be so bad. You, have you seen me try to dance sexy? I have. We took all those Zumba classes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're discounting yourself. You'd be a wonderful stripper. If you all played right. up the nerd angle, got some like glasses and knee highs and That's like a plaid true. shirt. You Britney you're, Spears ain't got nothing on Right? Me. You're ticking a lot of boxes, kiddo. Okay. <laughs> At least your work wouldn't just be fetish work. My work would only be fetish work. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I ever tell you that story? Speaking of exploitative, what? <laughs> did I ever tell you about the guy? All right. At the end of this, as like a special Mardi Gras treat, I'll tell you about the person who kind of low-key stalked me. I still don't know who it is. They could uh, be my Facebook friend. Do you know this one? I think I heard it before, but... Okay. okay. All right. As a special treat, and we'll decide whether or not we put it on the podcast. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's pretty fucked up. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, back to... So, tell me about how, how she could have not done this. Like, we know the details of her horrific, horrific actions, mm-hmm. if they're... But then I've always heard them as true. Yeah. So, a lot of what is in the historical record comes from two sources, largely. Um, One was a woman 
Harriet Martineau. Martineau? Martineau? Let me um, see. Martin, Martineau, I think. Yeah, Martineau. Martineau. is O. Martineau. Uh, she's a British social theorist and Whig writer, which, if you don't know British politics at that time, the Whigs were the Liberal Party. Uh-huh. Uh, so she traveled. She was, Whigs were anti-slavery in a big way. Yes. Yeah. So she traveled around, um, probably, I don't know, but she went, she was in New, Lor- New Orleans um, in 1836 which is two years after the fire. Mm-hmm. So the Lularies are gone. Because mm-hmm. they, they fled after this happened. Where'd they go? Spoiler alert, they were never apprehended. They ended up in Paris, where they both died. Nothing ever happened to them. Nothing ever. Because justice is dead. It's fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm that's, not angry that's about the it. World. It's fine. It's, it's fine. whatever. Um, I guess her reputation has forever been tarnished. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I'll eviscerate you in literature. Yeah, so this... um, (laughs) I always think about that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Harriet Martineau was in New Orleans in 1836 and was... gathered a bunch of tales relating to this and wrote them down in 1838, I believe. So not only did she find out about this two years after the fact, but then she wrote about it two more years after that. <laughs> so I'm guessing some things got yeah. lost or exaggerated. Sure. Um, it's not the most current account, but there was there were current accounts um, published in the, uh, the New Orleans Bee, like as early as the next day, because it was, you know, it was a newspaper. Right. So um, there was a bunch of newspapers around at the time, but that one was the only one that was really printing like all the salacious, horrific details. It was the Daily Mail of New Orleans? <sighs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. So one of my sources said that um, basically all the newspapers reported that the fire happened and that um, she was accused of being cruel to her slaves. So that much I think is agreed upon fact Mm -hmm. but um as to like the room of torture and like what exactly happened caterpillar man caterpillar man that's all coming from a source that is about as um as trustworthy as a national inquirer sure okay all right however even the national inquirer is right sometimes they get it right sometimes They were the only. They were the ones that broke what the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yep, yep it started there. So sometimes, um, I mean, it's like the quibbler. <laughs> bring it back to how nerdy I am. Um, sometimes less reputable news sources are um, more. They're less restricted. They're less restricted and. Um, it's easier for them to break really salacious news because they don't have that, like, rigorous vetting. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, think about BuzzFeed um, releasing the the dossier right. in, in total. And they're the only ones to do that because they're not held to the same standards. Which... Thank God, because I'm really glad I read that dossier. <laughs> I, I did Thanks, not. BuzzFeed. Oh, you didn't? I got the gist of it. <laughs> well, it's not very long. Okay. It's well worth reading. All right. Maybe Just, I'll look it up. Every time, I, every time I pour lemonade, I think about Donald Trump now. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... I'm thirsty. <laughs> 
temperature break so you can get something li- some liquids in there. Uh, whatever. Okay. No, I'll good. pour quietly. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's something to remember. Could be true. Could not be true. Sure. We don't know. Um, is there any reason that it would not be true? For example, the first thing I think of is um, the abolitionist movement. Yeah. Uh, made some stories up, you know, to like to yeah. fire up people for the abolitionist movement. Do you think that's part of it? I mean, if we're um, talking about somebody who authored this as a Whig. I think from her angle, that's likely. I think she was likely looking for horrific stories. Sure. Okay. Um, so she's just a uh, shock and awe. She might be. I don't like, she's not quite as shock and awe as the New Orleans be, but okay. I think she was more interested in like these poor slaves and being how terribly they're treated and the new orleans bee was like hey guys we know you like gory details so we're gonna give them to you, like, you they're, go. they're definitely more exploitative you and i totally would have read the bees like back then uh, like, yeah, probably page by page on the there's trolley. no tv what else are you gonna do screw <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i know i've said that before but it's still true that's why they had big families um okay but one other reason why this might be a little made up. Um, you, you remember me mentioning that neighbor who saw the 12-year-old girl jump to her death? Yeah. Well, apparently, that guy had a little crush on our Delphine. Well, that's a fucked up way to say you have a crush. Well, Call the cops on her? That's not why. He had, he had a little crush, but it was unrequited because I don't know why all the... I mean, she was married, but maybe right. so was he. Anyway... The it, this guy's name is Monsieur Montreal. Montreal. Apologies to France. I don't care. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm sorry. I took two years of French. No, you did not. I can't do it. Really? Um. Yeah. Mon Montreal. M O N T R E U I L. We're gonna go with Montreal. Okay. Make of that what you will. Sure. Um. Yeah. He suffered an unfortunate bout of unrequited love for Delphine. Which is documented by reporters interviewing after the fire mm-hmm. um, that he had made advances towards Delphine for years. Um, and so was this blackmail? Like either suck my dick or I'm going to call the cops on your it slave. It was the practices? classic, um, like the white guys on Tinder who are like, "Hey, you're pretty," and she's like, "I'm not interested," and he's like, "Fuck you, bitch. You're ugly anyway." Like that's that's the situation. Wow. But that version was, "Fuck you, bitch. You're terrible to all your slaves." <laughs> Which, like, okay. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he he repaid her, rebuffing his advances by spreading horrible rumors about her. Huh. Yeah. You know, I really did courtship all wrong. Yeah. Apparently, there's some steps I didn't know about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so someone investigated this in the 30s by the name of Migs Frost. There's a bunch of weird-ass <laughs> names here. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm mispronouncing all of them. Fuck them. So They're this guy, anyway. Frost wrote that the whole story, the slaves being experimented on and the mutilation was a result of a smear campaign orchestrated by the neighbor. Um, he wrote, her indulgence of her slaves was well told by friends. She would hand half empty wine glasses at dinner to the slave who waited behind her chair, insisting that they drink it. Her coachman was fed to sleekness. So he's, so this guy is saying 
she actually none of it's true. Time. She was she was actually great to her slaves. I um, mean, they're still slaves, but <laughs> right. Okay, well, I'm getting to that. The girl who who leaped from the roof, fleeing Delphine's whip, was actually sliding down a curving banister, playing and fell, being killed by the marble hallway floor. Huh. So according to him, none of it is true, and it's all just a big misunderstanding. But something to keep in mind is this happened. This came out in the 30s, right? Uh, a lot around the same time as Gone with the Wind. Okay. So America, especially the South, was started very keen to romanticize the antebellum South. Ugh. So there's a also a good chance that this guy's full of shit. <laughs> mm, fine. Yeah. Not that I wanted to believe that she was necessarily a good person, but like. Why does everybody have to fucking lie all the time? I know. Just tell the truth for the sake of the truth. Like, everyone, everyone's got an agenda. And that's something you should keep in mind for just your whole just life. Just for life. Everybody's got a fucking everyone's agenda. Everyone's got an agenda. Including this show. We don't, I don't know what our agenda is. We should yeah. probably come up with that. Maybe yeah. that should factor into our advertising. Our okay. agenda is entertainment and dick jokes, goddammit. Okay. It might be true. That's our brand. <laughs> Um, Ghost stories and dick jokes in yeah. equal proportion. So that's why I say that we don't know. We don't know what happened. Right. Because it could be a smear campaign by your neighbor who was in love with her. Or it could be true. And this guy in the 30s was like, no, guys, slavery was awesome. We, we should, should totally, totally go, go back, back to, to that. So. Yeah. 30s is also during the time of the white nationalism movement. So. Mm-hmm. Big Jim Crow time. <sighs> Everything sucked then, too. I'm trying to find a time in history that didn't suck ass. Yeah. You know? The dinosaurs might have been all right. Make America great again. (sighs) Back to the the Ice Age. Back to before white people were here. So is that about all you got on Lolo No. Oh my God. How could there possibly be more? Many things happened there since. Ghosts. So uh, it was basically destroyed in the fire and the... The backlash of people being angry. Mm-hmm. The mobs. The mobs. Um, so it kind of stood abandoned for a couple years. Um, but it was, it went through a few different things. Um, it was at one point a, a girls' school, and there were reports of um, lesbianism. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, oh, it says, at first, it had been one of the few mixed schools in the city, which is interesting because we're still talking mid-1800s here. Yeah. Um, and then eventually it was segregated. And I think it I think it went from, like, segregated white school to segregated black school, too. Like, it huh. was, went through a whole bunch of different stuff. But um, uh, within a short amount of time, reports of physical assaults came to light. The young girls were known to approach their teachers, tears streaking down their faces, with their sleeves rolled up. The exposed flesh of their forearms were scratched and bruised. And the teachers would say, well, who did that to you? And they would always say the same thing. It was that woman. So my first instinct is the crucible. Like, these girls are full of shit. Trying to get out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely possible. But on the other hand. On the other hand. What if? What if? Because they probably weren't told about that building's history. Uh, Maybe they were. What year is this? This is like that's mid a... to late 19th century. So, so 50s, 50s, 60s, 80s. 70s. Like, we don't know. 
1850s. So. 18, yeah. So like 20 years, there'd still be people who remembered. Possibly. The neighbors yeah. and stuff. I'll bet you that story was out. Um, I, yeah, maybe some. Maybe that was like the hot gossip around the school. Right. Because um, I mean, like, look at all the ghost stories at Grand Valley. I mean, Grand Valley's full of ghost stories. Is Calvin full of ghost stories? Hmm. I can't think of any right now. Hmm. Which is Thanks. a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin should have ghosts. Grand Valley certainly does. Well, I'll love to hear about them sometime. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's the thing. It was also converted into like apartments for a while. I don't know if that was before or after the school. I'm sure it says somewhere. Um, but we do have a story of a man in 1894 um, who was a tenant who was found brutally murdered in his room. Ooh. His belongings were ransacked as if someone had gone through them. The police assumed that he was a victim of a robbery, even though nothing of value could be found missing. Hmm. Yeah. And I found um, another account that might name who this person is. It said he died in 1892. Okay. But, but again, nobody wrote down years back nobody then. Nobody knows anything. Um, so yeah. So this this account says, a few years later, uh, more strange events plagued the house and became a center for rumors regarding the death of Jules Vigne. Fuck names. <laughs> They're just trying to Let torture me. See it. me. Let me see. V-I-G-N-I-E. Vignet? Vignet? Sure. Vigny. Vigny. We'll go with Vigny. Yeah. God. Fuck it. Um, The eccentric member of a wealthy New Orleans family. He had lived secretly in the house from the later 1880s until his death in 1892. He was found dead on a tattered cot in the mansion, apparently living in filth. While hidden away in the surrounding rooms was a collection of antiques and treasure. A bag of... uh, containing several hundred dollars was found near his body and another search found several thousand dollars hidden in his mattress. Wow. Yeah. So for some time after rumors of a lost treasure circulated about the mansion, but few dared to go and search for it. Yeah. I wouldn't either. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, this is just from. Right. It's a lot. Websites. It's so much. Yeah. There's been, uh, stories of encountering, you know, black men in chains who attacked them. That whether they attacked them or just appeared is right. questionable. Sure. Um, the children being attacked by a phantom with a whip, which might point to Delphine. Right, that woman. Whip story. Um, a young mother terrified to find a woman in elegant evening clothes bending over her sleeping infant. Um, nope. Fuck that. Yeah. I, mm I, I would, f- nobody comes after my kids. Not even a fucking yeah, I ghost. Would, I would leave. I don't, I think my anger would just banish. You would murder the ghost? I would murder the ghost. Like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I would spirit murder a ghost. Don't come for my babies. Mm-hmm. I will fuck you up. Even, I will make your afterlife hell. Interesting. That's, yeah. that's a warning. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's a lot of different stories, a lot of like sounds of screams and groans and and cries and whatever. Um, it was later turned into a bar, um, oh, and then a fun place store. to drink. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they called it the haunted saloon <laughs> because they know what will get people in the door. Yeah, I'd go there. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so. 
bunch of stuff happened over the years. My favorite fact, though, was, is, still will be, um, in April 2007, it was purchased by Nicolas Cage. Fuck off. Yes. Gone in 60 seconds, Nicolas Cage? God, he's such a weirdo. I love him. He's so weird. What, why did he buy it? Does uh, he still own it today? He does not. He bought it for $3.45 million, but it was back on the market in November of 2009 for $3.5 million. Um, it, was then listed, it was then listed for auction due to bank foreclosure and purchased by another financial corporation for $2.3 million. Wow. Yeah. So Nicholas Cage. There's All some right. speculation as to like, is it cursed? Is that why he had to sell it? And well, that's why it he, he collects things like that. He collects weirdo objects. Oh, let's um, be friends. I know, right? I would totally hang out with Nicholas Cage. Also, he named his kid Cal L from Superman. He's like really big into Superman and comic books. I'm like, I would hang out okay. with Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Also, he just does, like, some of his movies are crap, but some of his movies are really good. National Treasure will always be one of my favorite movies. I love Con Air with the passion that rivals that of my love for my husband. Like, I yeah. love Con Air. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. That's, yeah, that's basically all I could find. So. I, so possibly it's all bullshit. I've never heard that before. Possibly it's all bullshit. I've um, always taken it as, like. Yes, this is what happened. I've seen, like, drawings from the time period. This is what it looked like. Well, uh, yeah. The thing is, like, it was almost completely destroyed. So what, whatever is there now is... Completely different. Yeah, it's different. Um, I've seen etchings. That, I mean, it, it's basically the same. It was a three-story mansion right, the house in, in the, the French Quarter. Sure. Um, so, but it's, it's not quite the same house that was there when she lived there. And also... Maybe there's different ghosts in it. Maybe it's her. Yeah. Maybe it's the slaves. Maybe none of that's. Well, it's probably, it's probably somewhat true. Right. We don't know the deep. We don't know all the gory details wow. of what exactly happened. But it was enough to give her a terrible reputation in the antebellum South, which is which is saying something. And, and she did it without like you know having an affair, telling or telling some woman that she couldn't come to her party. Like yeah, she got a terrible reputation that's for the, being cruel. That's the thing about female serial killers is um, it's often not sexually motivated, so they tend to be like really messed up. Like with men, you're you're just like oh well, you just have a weird kink or you're just like can't get it up or something like like that guy who got off thinking about murdering and eating his wife yeah that's upsetting to me a cannibal cop and then he wrote a book about it what i don't like i don't, I don't care nobody about your cares book. about your weird need to touch yourself in weird and think about yeah. weird shit sir but yeah but like you you kind of expect that from men but when it's like uh when it's women serial killers you're like what is motivating you because it's rarely sexual like for okay, you're giving me a weird look. <laughs> I'm not making you. No, it's fine. I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like why. Like, like think of the female serial killers that you know. It's it's Delphine. Um, there's uh, Jane Toppin who just loved to like drug people almost to death and then bring them back. Um, she wasn't bringing them back. It, well, she eventually killed him, but she would like go through a few rounds. No, then, yeah, no, she was just it was it was just a mix of drugs. They had they had yeah. to correct that on a future episode. Yeah, so she wasn't like uppers and downers. It was just different downers. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, but that was sexual. She got off on that. Oh, okay. Which is fun. And then there was also um, Elizabeth Bathory. Not familiar. (gasps) 
She's um so Delphine's kind of considered the the Elizabeth Bathory of the U.S. Awesome. So this other woman was she's she's like the countess who bathed in blood. Go on. This is like a whole other episode. <laughs> should we should we do another episode about this? Like yes. about like yeah. p- cruelty and power. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hold on to that. I promise not to Google. I really want to Google, but I won't. Okay. Um, should we do that next time? No promises. Okay. I kind of want to get like. Oh right 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 right. All right, everybody. Uh, with with that in mind, I should uh, say adieu. So, ciao. Yeah, this has been upsetting, but fun. Yeah. Sorry, this was a fucking downer. We'll work in more dick jokes next time. (laughs) It's hard to talk about dicks when you're talking about mutilating slaves. It's like just not something that goes with I'm not even comfortable with that sentence that you just said. Me neither. Penises are wonderful and precious and also hilarious and joy-giving. So just... Yeah, maybe that'll be a good palate cleanser. (laughs) Everybody, here's your homework assignment. Go draw a dick somewhere. Or You're look at gonna... puppies, if that's your thing. Sure. Is that your thing? I like puppies. There's the difference between us. When I'm upset, I draw dicks to make myself feel better, and you look at pictures of puppies. I like puppies. You <laughs> sweet, innocent snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> you tiny cinnamon bun. Oh, <laughs> well, all right. So if you're more like Jen, go look at pictures of puppies. If you're more like me, draw a picture of a dick somewhere. And Everyone's laugh. got their thing. Right. Actually, if you draw any pictures of dicks, put it on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com. Yeah, sure. You could just be like, Kate, just just somebody start the thing. Be like, this is the dick that I looked at. This is the dick that I drew. And send me puppies. These are the puppies that I looked at. We'll just make like a master thread of dicks and pup dick drawings. I don't want no, to see like a real dick. Don't mix them, please, God. Don't mix them. <laughs> a That's... dick drawing is hilarious and charming. Okay. A a dick, like getting a raw dick in your face. Nobody wants oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, they no, no, lose no. all no, of their no charms. Photos. No photos. Yeah, they're only good in only caricature. Only photos of puppies. <laughs> <laughs> photos of puppies, drawings of dicks. Let's be very clear. And send that. <laughs> put that up on the Facebook page. I want to see them. <sighs> you can be Team Jen or Team Kate. Yeah. I, you know what? Right now, I'm going to say more people are Team Kate. Probably. Drawings of dicks are hilarious and charming. <laughs> Okay. And there's no. so much. I mean, like puppies are cute. Like they're. I have a really cute. Well, dog. I didn't say that they're hilarious. They're cute though. I know, but hilarious trumps cute. All right. <laughs> You're so crumpy. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll show her a picture of a puppy in a second. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Just need some joy in my life. <laughs> Jen's like, shut up and show me a puppy. Puppies. puppies. I have a really cute puppy. He'll, go, he'll give you a kitten. Why? <laughs> He'll present you with a kitten. He would, too. Gambit's that kind of dog. Uh, yeah, we'll go look at my dog. Uh, have a good day, guys. We'll talk to you later. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Follow us on Facebook. This podcast is haunted. Instagram. This podcast is haunted. Email us at this podcast is haunted at Gmail. Um, and we are on Twitter at haunted underscore pod for something different. For some, just a chain. A, I a palate fit. cleanser. I couldn't fit. <laughs> So, and if you like us, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe, and tell a friend. And if you haven't listened to the Hamilton soundtrack and you don't know what we're talking about from the first couple minutes of the show, that's our recommendation. Go fucking fix your life and listen to the Hamilton soundtrack. Get on my ship, and uh, we will sail away together. Come sail away. <laughs> come sail. Come weird. sail away with me. Why? Oh, wow. All right. Just say goodbye. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs>